0: what is Christ consciousness? Is it a religious concept, since the word Christ is often associated with Christianity and Jesus Christ? Or is it something that is greater and bigger? This energetic kind of frequency is what I'm going to talk about of Christ consciousness. I'm also going to talk about three ways that you can enhance your Christ consciousness. (music) Welcome to the Charmed Life Podcast. My name is Trisha Carr and I am your host. I'm doing this episode from my home. Well, it's kind of like my home studio. I have a lot of different little studios and they're actually all in use right now, which is a good thing because they're all being rented by businesses and in the wake of still being in quarantine for for COVID-19, a lot of production, a lot of businesses have been you know, shuttered or closed down, but they're slowly starting to come up with really strict regulations. And so my studios are being utilized since they can isolate people. And anyway, all of that, (laughs) the reason I tell you that is because if you hear something like a kitty cat or a birdie or something, that's why, because I'm doing this at home today. Well, if it is your first time with me here, either on the YouTube channel or on The podcast. I want to say thank you so much for being here, for checking it out. Welcome. And I am a spiritual teacher. I am a hypnotherapist. I'm an empathic channel. And so, basically, a psychic and intuitive. And I teach other people how to do that as well as, you know, teaching and guiding people to live from their own spiritual sovereignty. I really think that developing your intuitive abilities, and I like that word, intuitive abilities. the same way you may have musical abilities or other kinds of creative or artistic abilities and we all have those in in various you know kinds of expressions that developing your intuitive abilities and and really being in the the energy of psychism of the field is the way that we can have clarity empowerment And to utilize the universe laws, you know, a lot of people kind of start working on their spirituality in this sense because of maybe the law of attraction or something along those lines that they've heard about. And it's very inspiring and they want to understand how to be that kind of magician. And you know, you are that kind of magician. So that's what we get up to here talking about. I have people on and have conversations with them. And sometimes I'm just doing solo casts. And this is a solo cast. This episode is about Christ consciousness. What is Christ consciousness? What does this mean? Is it a religious concept, since the word Christ is often associated with Christianity and Jesus Christ? Or is it something that is greater and bigger? You know, are we just talking about semantics here? You know, just language. What does the word Christ mean? What is this energetic kind of frequency is what i'm going to talk about of christ consciousness i'm also going to talk about three ways that you can enhance your christ consciousness so let's first start with what is christ consciousness well christ consciousness is a dynamic and magnetic frequency that really and truly each human is endeavoring to uncover whether we are aware of it or not and this is how I see it. The reason I would say that every human is trying to uncover it is because uh, every human tends to have this sort of pursuit of having meaning in their life, a purpose, a life purpose. And people who come to this spiritual kind of conversation and exploration tend to have that question, what is my purpose? What is my life purpose? And that's what, you know, a lot of... um Uh, religions are kind of based around too feeling like you have a purposeful reason for this life what is the meaning of life that's what pulp fiction was about right or that's what they say that was in the the briefcase when they opened it and it was like glowing gold it was somehow that satisfying and awe-inspiring reason purpose the meaning of life was in that briefcase so what christ consciousness is and you know it is associated with jesus christ but I also see it as in many people who are in metaphysical and mystical uh, mindset and study is that it's not limited to just that character, that either historical figure or religious figure or whatever, you know, a, a certain religion claimed that person, that Jesus Christ. But it is more than that because it is also the Buddhic consciousness. It is Buddha. It is any of the human beings who have created what we who have ascended is what we tend to call it and that isn't necessarily just the ascension that is in the bible that jesus bodily ascended it's not necessarily that but perhaps it is that as well you know as to other thing humans bodily ascend and become spirit i mean i don't see why that's not possible because anything is possible energy can change from one form to another And that just essentially means that you don't experience death in the same way. But nevertheless, there would be a dematerialization or a rematerialization of the physical body. And so once again, we're kind of talking about nuances. What I think is more important to consider when we talk about Christ frequency is what it means in a manner that is not restricted to any particular one being, one human Because I think it predates even that figure. So let me just sum it up for you, what Christ consciousness really is. It has to do with, it has to do with enlightenment, sure. But really what I think kind of sums it up is spirit or energy, spirit, changing form and becoming human, bringing spirit to the plane of a dense material reality, and having it change from one form to another, the energy that would be spirit, and having it crystallize into a physical reality. And then you might say that it's also the path backward, having a physical, dense, material reality ascend and once again become one with spirit. So it is the use of duality, the seeming um, illusion that there is more than one thing that there is contrast, as Abraham Hicks tends to call it. But I like the way Edgar Casey. If you aren't familiar with Edgar Casey, Edgar Casey is they said to be the the best or at least the most famous psychic who ever lived, and he uh, lived in the early twentieth century. And he was the sleeping prophet, so he would go, he would uh, induce himself into a deep unconscious hypnotic trance and he was unaware of it. He had complete amnesia and his conscious mind was completely offline. And while he was in the while he was in these deep yeah, did I say that right? I was trying to check my grammar while he was in a deep hypnotic trance into the deep state he would channel. His secretary would present questions from people who had sent them in, and he would answer from that consciousness. And so it's like he was he was answering from the perspective of the one I am, or answering in a way that was like a Christ consciousness, because it was spirit utilizing or becoming a physical material. So the way that Casey, what he said about it was that as children of God, our mission is to somehow bring spirit to the earth. And that's when he was talking about or expressing what Christ consciousness is. Now I'll say Casey was also a Christian and he read the Bible every year. But he was also a metaphysician and really channeled information about Atlantis and, you know, I mean countless subjects, cosmic realities, interdimensionality, multidimensionality. And but Casey talked about Christ consciousness and all topics of spirituality in a way that were transcendent of any religion in In my assessment of his work. And I think that any religion, if it is to be of any benefit or spiritual belief or spiritual practice, let's just equate those belief, practice, or religion, that they must be transcending in order for them to be of true benefit. Otherwise, lest we aren't creating anything, we are just spinning our wheels here in the same belief structure, same reality, the same patterns. And so can we actually create Christ consciousness in our life? Can we bring spirit to the earth? And how can we enhance a Christhood pattern? And I like this word, Christhood. And by the way, I'm about to do a class coming up very soon, a workshop rather, in Mystic Arts Academy, which is my platform. And we meet twice monthly and I do classes or workshops. Sometimes I do readings in a group setting and the classes are really experimental because they're mostly channeled and so I'll uh, I mean they're entirely channeled in the sense that uh, it's new information every time even to me but there's very little planning it's mostly channeled in the session so there's a little prep but it's mostly channeled during the class and one that's upcoming is on the christhood path and the entity who is bringing forth the information through the channel is Archangel Christiel. And the information that I have coming through with Christiel is about the Christhood path being the path of light. And if you could visualize this idea of a path of light, in that if you want to picture it almost like the yellow brick road in The Wizard of Oz, only I I picture it much more luminous, and that it's somehow suspended in a reality, it isn't just on the physical earth. It's an electric, it is a magnetic, it is... A, an energetic path. It is a frequency and it is a magnetic path of light, meaning that you are magnetized to it as well as it magnetizes to you. Realities, energies, way, the ways that energy shifts from one form to another. Another way to say this would be like manipulating energy. That's magician. That is being magical to take energy from one form and allow it to be transformed into another or this is a miracle and so all of this has to do with christ consciousness and that pull and that seeking and that yearning for purpose i think that infamy is the antithesis to what is being sought after in truth in the ge- genuine human potential and w- the genuine human potential is actually seeking some kind of grand service to be able to have that spirit that they bring into this earth that it may touch as many people that it may spread as wide as possible and when one is seeking fame in a sense that is hollow and void of that true frequency then it is like a false christ consciousness or an anti-christ consciousness Ooh, getting spooky up in here now (laughs) but you know it's like you know a lot of people who reach fame not all but sometimes people we, we all know the story of the person who reaches fame and they're like i felt even more lonely more hollow even poorer even though i had all the money in the world and that's because it is they were in in truth they were seeking a christ consciousness path or their christhood path this path of light, and a false one, was actually gained. The reason I, I, you know, having this um, urge to be, to have that kind of exposure, it's not the it's not the only qualification, but that is one of the qualifications. I think that's why so many people are drawn to have some kind of validation from many people. It is the idea or the sense, the yearning that the spirit that you are bringing onto this earth is actually touching and co-creating with many and so that's the i think that's the drive for that validation now of course there are plenty of people who have no interest in having exposure or or notoriety so it it isn't limited to that but it is still this idea of having relations of touching lives and of co-creating with others and when that's done in a genuine fashion when that's done from the truth the purity of who it is that you are then it is satisfying there's this principle or this concept in um, tra- uh, ceremonial Western magic. And it is this idea of being a secret chief. And so when a pledge has advanced to, you know, a, a certain point, not just, not a pledge, what do they go? Initiate. So there's initiate status and you, going on and on. And then you're a student and you're, you know, in this disciple uh, category for a while. And at some point, a secret chief is when this person has mastered magic and this is like the hermetic magic that then they are now a part of the energy the social memory forever and once again i mean someone like marilyn monroe or elvis are kind of like a part of the social memory forever possibly because of how we document things now but given how their lives ended, we might we might just, you know, for example, for not not by specific judgment, because of course I don't know the hearts of those people, but we might assess that they actually, it wasn't a true Christ consciousness, it wasn't a true Christhood achievement for them, that it wasn't truly satisfying to their soul, given by how we, what we know of their lives and their deaths, actually. So that's an example, but then... You know, the story that we do have of Jesus, Jesus Christ, even though it, his death was apparently heinous and painful, and yet while the words that he spoke, while he was said, Forgive them, for they know not what they do, he had this enlightened expression that he gave forth, that he embodied, and many other what we may call masters or teachers or prophets having these experiences many who have that deathbed enlightenment and i think that's that's a hope that we all just really cherish is this idea so anyway manipulating energy from one form to another and that is magic christ consciousness the christhood path is about bringing spirit to the earth bringing spirit to allow it to become human to allow it to become flesh to allow it to become a part of the physical material reality so how do we enhance this christ pattern of energy this potential that really and truly exists in every fiber of our being i really believe this this is why we have so much pursuit of the meaning of life So much pursuit of, some may look for it in success, some may look for it in fame, some may look for it in just any way where they can feel like they are co-creating or influencing, maybe influencing is a way that someone may go about it or something that gives you that, does this mean anything? Am I doing anything that is meaning? Does it feel meaningful to me? It really is that part of us that is in perfect accord with the creator, And just really that energy is waiting. It's knocking to find expression in our lives. And I want to tell you that if you feel that, that sense inside of you of an energy waiting to find expression in your life, a true meaningful expression, that is your alignment with the creator energy, your alignment with source energy. And I want to say that while you may tap into that waiting to be expressed into this life, into your life and into our lives. We're waiting for it from you as well. And I hope that someone could feel that right now, that the truth of what you are, your Christ consciousness, your pattern that is deep in every fiber, your cellular identity of consciousness, the truth, your I am, your purity of the expression of creator. We need that. We want that. We're waiting for it as well. And you bless us with that. So how do we live in that frequency stream of Christ consciousness? How do we activate a Christ pattern of energy in our life? So one, one, how do we activate a frequency stream of Christ consciousness? The first way that we do this is to be in your own energy. Be, dwell in the purity, the deep down purity of your own energy. Now, some may call this mindfulness, and that is definitely the portal to your own energy. Your true energy, not the narratives that are negative, not the out of control thought patterns, not the running of the mind jibber jabber, not the fight flight, not the self-rejection. But the quiet, down into that quiet, that stillness, and also that power. Yes, that's a paradox, the stillness and the power. That is how powerful you are. That is truly what you are, down in that or up in that, because inside is without as well. That energy is who you truly are. And so when we feel disowned of ourselves by ourselves, whether that's by guilt, shame, or blame, when we feel disowned of our brothers and sisters, of our fellow humans, of, and feeling dis- disenfranchised, then we are not really in the connection to that truth of our own energy. When we are feeling overly sensitized, too empathic, can't find our identity, even when we are lacking in confidence or self-assuredness, what is being called for us to do is to go and be in the depths and purity Of our energy. I say to those who say, I'm an empath, I'm too sensitive, that the best way for you to be able to separate your energy from others' energies, and in a way that is healthy for you, and healthy for others, by the way, is to know what your energy feels like. You have to be in it. You have to spend time with it every day, y'all. Now, some think that meditation and mindfulness practices are kind of like frosting on the cake. It's like gravy. It's like the little things that you do. It's like having dessert or that it's hard or it's difficult or you don't have time. I have to tell you that I don't believe that. I don't believe that because I have witnessed it to be a false narrative in my life and, in, and the evidences of just using that true energy of what you are to make it Priority one, changes everything in your life, changes everything in your life. It is more important for you to connect with the truth of who you are, being in your own energy, than almost anything else, because you can't bring the truth of who you are to any situation if you are not connected to it. So people say, I don't have time to meditate. We don't have time not to meditate. Or pray or do our mindfulness or affirmations or whatever it is that is your practice that brings you down into the truth of who you are which is that pure positive stream of energy and that is where you find that hook in to this flowing stream of christ consciousness bringing spirit into the earth and if you could be a walking prayer a walking meditation not in the sense that you're not using your critical mind as well more like it is you're so proximate to the stream of it that it is actually leading your life so number one once again is to be in your own energy the truth of your own energy how can you possibly know if there are invaders if you're a highly sensitive person or an empathic person how can you know if there are invading energies if you don't have any sense of what your native land is if I were a frontiers person, frontier, frontiers woman, <laughs> how could I say, you've crossed my border if I don't have any border? And if I don't know what it is to be in my native land, the truth of my real energy, how could I possibly have a standard for what it means to be pure and hygienic in my energy? Be in your own energy every day. Have a pure dedicated time to it so that it can, can it can continue throughout day and lead your life then the second way that you can enhance christ consciousness in your life is to reference your own pure energy as authority reference it as the authority and then continue to reference it with faith so let me explain what this means we have so much in our lives our lifestyle knocking on our the door of our consciousness knocking on the door of our energy taking pieces of our energy putting the energy and displacing the true energy of what we are with information with message units with static and we feel other referencing and this even extends to how important it is to us to blame a you know a, a, a political authority and to I'm not saying there's anything, obviously, we're having a lot of heated political time right now in the United States, and it does make a difference. But the fact of the matter is that your authority, that God in me authority, that purity of your energy is what drives your life. It really is. And it is the authority for what is right for you. And what is right for you may not be right for someone else. And that's okay because we are all individuals and when we feel something that is uh other referencing that could be this um this sense of being in blame shame or or guilt and i'm actually going to address that in the third point in a moment but anytime we feel separate from ourselves or from another and anytime we feel like we don't have the power or confidence to feel secure in our identity and the way that we allow something into our life, our mind, body, and spirit. This is this referencing, referencing of your sovereignty and your authority. And what I I want to point out about the word authority, authority is the ability and responsibility to be the author of your life. Wouldn't that be wonderful? If you can imagine being the the absolute, most masterful, empowered, detail-oriented, able to write it out your life and able to do that to the most literal and extreme degree. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Because who else could you trust more than yourself? And by being deep into your own energy and connecting with the truth of who you are, which who loves others and takes care of others, Because how could you, you are not an island, you're not separate from your brothers and sisters and your environment and the ecosystem. And so you would take care if you were from the purity of your essence, your life would be pristine, perfect, and you would be bringing spirit to the earth in that very satisfying way. So once again, referencing your own authority is the ability and responsibility, ability to respond to your life and to author it entirely. And then I said to continue to reference it with faith. So faith is also a frequency. Faith is revisiting an energy. That's what we're taught when I say this pattern of Christ energy. This means I come back to it. I come back to it. I come back to it. I come back to the referencing of my own energy. That is what faith is. It's coming back to the purity. It's coming back to the truth. It's coming back to home base. Coming back to... The one. That's what faith is. It's a frequency, it's a flow. And don't we all want to feel like we're flowing rather than being static or rather than being held back or being in the past or ahead in the future? We want to be in the perfect flow with everything and all things and to know that we're also the author of our lives. So that's number two. Reference your own pure energy as the authority, the author of your life, and continue referencing that energy with this flow of faith number three the third way that you can enhance the frequency stream of christ consciousness in your life and to activate the pattern the christ pattern is to be willing to make amends and atonements to make amend and atonement but to not be willing to stay in anything that's like self-punishment so let's break that down a little bit. When we are willing to make amends, so amends means I, I, I recognize that I made a mistake, meaning that now from this vantage point, I would like to learn and shift how I move forward. It's a, it's an, a way to say re- when you notice there is a regret, meaning something I want to now learn from and I want to move forward, and so then we make up the energy of it, we make amends about it, and we acknowledge that we are learning something new. And this often for humans comes with, I'm sorry, or please forgive me, or something along those lines. But see, in order for that to be real, we have to be doing it with ourself as well. So if it, if it involves another person, when we make amends, we have to have already amended with ourself. That means that we have to come objective to it, neutral to it. We have to be willing to see the energy of that which we are learning from because you know what when we say i would like to evolve from that choice evolve from that it, whether it's a choice or it's something that's a point of ignorance when i evolve from that i have to see myself from the vantage point of that pure true energy i have to see myself from the god in me the i am energy and and almost disidentify from the self we, we have to be the seer then of ourselves in order to make amends we have to make amends with ourselves first. And, and then sometimes the things we make amends for has nothing to do with anyone else in a technical sense or in a sort of literal sense. It can be just the things that we're learning from. I'm looking at a squirrel. <laughs> the things that we are learning from in our own life and growing from and understanding how to evolve amends, being willing to make amends. That is so powerful and I'll tell you why in a moment. And then, of course, atonement. Atonement is like when amends are needed, but then you actually want to make up the ground because if you had a mistake or you did something either out of ignorance or irresponsibility, for example, and you took more energy than was warranted for balance's sake, and you want to give back the energy. Sometimes just words do that. Sometimes just the explanation, and sometimes it's it, maybe it is some kind of action or other kinds of reparations, but the, the willingness to make amends and atonement, and this is also for you, again, all of these things have to happen with yourself, whether it's for yourself or with another person, they have to genuinely happen inside of you. And that can only happen by that true purity of your energy. Willing to make amends and atonement and not willing to stay in a self-punishment or to punish others because here's the problem when we feel guilty when we're disappointed then we when this punishing it can be just with our attitude it's that separation it can be the blame it can be the shame shame is like blaming the self for something along that line i mean shame is a lot more than that uh the regret and the all of these things that we could do with ourselves or others these are just an inability or an unwillingness to move into the position of making amends and or atonement if necessary and to be able once again to do that is to have been in touch with that true of the true energy of who you are that's the only place from which you can do it these three things these three steps will help you to increase the christ frequency stream in your life the christ pattern and the stream of christ consciousness bringing spirit to the physical reality allowing spirit to become human alignment as we say being in the flow and frequency stream of the truth of who you are your purpose your meaning all of that which is satisfying recap number one be in your own energy that means meditating that means uh, being in touch with who it is that you truly are The practice of mindfulness, the affirmations, the positivity, but it's so much more than any of those words. That's why I use so many words about it. Being in the truth of who you are, setting time every single day, likely toward the beginning of the day so that you set the pattern in motion and then maybe more and then reflecting on it throughout the day, being in deep touch with the truth of who you are in your own energy. That's step one. Number two is to be referencing that pure energy, that true energy, so that it can be the authority of your life, the author of your life, and continuing to reference that authority, that spiritual sovereignty with this flowing energy of faith, which means to repeatedly, consciously choose to reference your own energy. And third is to be willing, open to making amends and atonement or atonement when necessary, and to be willing to stay out of self-punishment, blame, shame, guilt, regret, just the willingness to make amends. Oh, there's so much freedom in that. That's being a true author of your life, willing to learn and evolve. This is what I have for you today, guys. I have some great interviews coming up. Sorry, sorry I've been actually calling them conversations because that's really what we do is we just talk and talk. It's really what we do on podcasts. They're not really interviews like they are in, um, you know, uh like broadcast journalism (laughs) so i have some wonderful guests coming on my show soon and i want to remind you to check out the mystic arts academy if you were interested in today's topic especially because very soon i have the archangel christiel and the christhood path and how to live on the path of light with that magnetism to be able to create design your life to have that satisfying purpose of bringing spirit to the earth through the frequency stream which is your incarnation i'm going to go into a lot of deep things about that and there will be channeling and there'll be all kinds of stuff and there's q a we hold them on zoom and i also have some other cool things coming up to the effect of having some audios that i'm going to post uh, both on the youtube channel with some cool like inducing imagery As I did, you know, a couple weeks ago, if you didn't catch it, I had this uh, um, animal and nature communication um, meditation that I popped up on the video, on the YouTube channel with some beautiful imagery. And so I'll be putting some things like that, but it's, you know, some different audios with affirmations and things that you can actually listen to while you're driving. Because some people listen to YouTube and or their podcast while they're driving. So I have some consciousness practices that are safe for driving as well that I'm planning to put up on the the podcast really soon. And with that, oh, check in the description. Not with that. <laughs> check in the description for the way that you can either drop in on a Mystic Arts Academy class or join the membership. It's very affordable and it's a beautiful community in each and every class and we get to spend some time together. And I'm thinking about you guys. It's uh, in, the, in the United States and probably and even with our neighbors who are not the United States, it is a It is a tumultuous time, socially, politically. The energetic atmosphere is dense and even troubling. So do do work on your spiritual hygiene, your energetic hygiene, in the same way you would clean your body if you had to go out and shovel shit in the backyard. Let's clean our energy too. And there's many ways to do it, obviously meditation and other consciousness practices, just being able to be in the freshening, positive, pure, positive energy, which is how you know that you are in the alignment of your soul light is when it feels pure and positive and good. That good feeling is resonance with your soul. So do your energy hygiene. Get, do the cleaning of it. The self-care. It doesn't always have to take a long time. And I know sometimes we are all, you know, our schedules can get away from us. But I really want to encourage you to do these things and to turn off the news and you know, really be a bit more mindful about how you're taking in your information because there's so much coming at us all the time. I suggest that you don't watch the news on tv maybe because you have the visual coming in you have the auditory and you have all these things coming all these inputs and it induces us into a fight flight kind of hypnotic state so if maybe you can read it from a reliable source that's more like a public um, npr or some kind of public source because just reading it can cut down on some of the stimulation of the physical senses which help to induce one into fight flight, you know, diff- or if it's just audi- if it's just auditory, you're listening to NPR and maybe trying to find one that's not one of the commercial news outlets, if you really want some information, all of these little tips, they really make a difference. And then even if you try, if you are a person who's like, I'm not listening to the news for three whole days, because there's nothing new, I already voted, I'm done for a little bit, still do your energe- energetic hygiene, because even if you don't have the media turned on, it's in... It's in the psychic field and we're all not just connected to it it's, it. it's creating us. So that way you can contribute in the positive way too. Call in the light and let it flow through you. And I do thank you for shining your light on our beautiful world. We need you. I love you. And as I always say, thanks for tuning in. And when I say that, by the way, I mean tuning your frequency in to this life, to this reality, the way that you're tuning in in the universe, that's what I'm thanking you for. Thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are.